Number eight is to buy from local produce boxes, CSAs, or shopping from the farmer's market. I am certain that near you, there are probably local produce delivery boxes, um, CSAs, there's probably a farmer's market. When you shop these, not only are you supporting local farms, but you are also reducing waste because more often than not, a lot of those com- those small farms are not using single-use plastics in their packaging. They're more often than not using maybe cardboard or something recyclable. So I highly recommend checking those out to wherever you are. Well, 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 we meet again. It's episode 290 of the Business With Purpose podcast. I am your host, Molly Stillman. And normally each week on this show, I get to sit down with an entrepreneur, a CEO, a nonprofit director, an activist, a community leader, or just an incredible person who is trying to make a positive impact, not only through their personal life, but also with, you know, what they do for a living. My goal each week is to show you, the listener, that you can make a difference no matter where you are, no matter what you do for a living. You can have an impact. And every 10 episodes on the 10s, as that, you know, you know what I'm saying. On the 10s, it's a solo episode. Or maybe I have like an extra, extra special guest like my husband. And this is episode 290. And I, one, cannot believe that I'm 10 episodes away from episode three. 100. 300. I mean, I'm not one to normally like pat myself on the back, but I have not missed an episode. I have come out with an episode every single Wednesday, some weeks with even some bonus episodes since I started this show in the summer of 2016. I've never missed an episode. And really, if you count the bonus episodes, then I've probably done over 300 at this point. But we're going to not get into the nuance of that. Um, Regardless, I just I can't thank you enough for being here. If you're a first time listener of the show, welcome, new friend. There is an archive of, you know, 289 plus episodes that you should go and listen to. It's, you know, maybe you're doing a cross country road trip and you could listen to them. That would be awesome. I've sat down with so many incredible people who have incredible stories to tell. And I just pray that you are blessed by those conversations. And if you're a regular listener of the show, thank you so much for your support, for tuning in week in and week out. It means the world to me. You truly have absolutely no idea the kind of impact that you have on my life and uh, just this community. It means so much to me. Before we get into this week's episode, I want to thank our partner of the show, and that is Mama Suds. Oh, Mama Suds, I love them so much. They've just been an incredible partner of the show. Michelle Smith, the head mama at Mama Suds. She's been on the show. I personally use and love their products and I love them so much. And they are the perfect partner even for this episode in particular because we're talking about, you know, sustainability and all those kinds of things. But if you are looking to clean up your household cleaning products, Mama Suds is the place for you. And a lot of times when we're trying to clean up our cleaning products, it can just feel really overwhelming. So the number one tip is to just start with one product. So every time you run out of a specific cleaning product, just replace it with a non-toxic one. And another tip is to purchase a product that might have multiple uses. The Mama Suds collection has so many multi-use products like their Castile soap, their toilet bombs, you know, just to name a few. They also have an incredible all-purpose household cleaner. Love it, love it, love it. Their blog has a ton of great tips, even a Castile soap recipe that you can print off and make a bunch of your own effective cleaners. So you can give them a try at mamasuds.com and don't forget to use the coupon code MOLLY for 15% off your order. 
Now on to our show, episode 290. So over the years, as I have learned more about ethical fashion and this idea of purchasing with purpose, I have simultaneously learned more about the impact that our daily habits have on the environment. Now, okay, before you hit pause or skip because you just like think I'm over here in a field of sunflowers, understand that I'm not, okay? I want my dear friends and my listeners who enjoy uh, running in a field of sunflowers, maybe wearing a macrame vest uh, to not, you know, be offended. But, you know, I'm just I'm not saying that in a negative way. I'm not I'm not like a hippie tree hugger, but I like to think of myself as crunchy light as in, you know, I'm crunchy, but like I can't fit all of my trash in a mason jar level of crunchy. Does that make sense? Are we tracking? Regardless, the, the facts remain. We as in you know, our collective humanity, we just we produce way too much waste. We talk about this all the time on this show in various forms. We produce too much waste. We don't recycle enough. Only about one in five plastic bottles are actually recycled. We throw out quite literally tons of clothing and textile waste every year. And we just dispose of our, you know, quote unquote, our stuff without thinking about the impact that that stuff has on the environment. I had, think I've talked about this on the show before, but I think it's it's worth mentioning. A few years ago, I went um, on one of my many trips to Kenya. And on this particular trip, I had the opportunity to go and visit the Dandora Dump, which is the largest landfill in East Africa. Uh, I've taken pictures of it. And in fact, one of uh, my pictures that I'd taken of the Dandora Dump was featured in the Fashion Revolution uh, fan magazine um, a few years ago. It was truly one of the most horrifying things I've ever seen. It was just as far as the eye could see, waste upon waste upon waste upon waste. I would see these dump trucks pull in and the back you know, hatch would lift up and just tons of trash and goods. I would see boxes of brand new shirts shipped from the United States. Like they would have the logos of the losing Super Bowl team on them just pull up and just and just dumped into this dump that already had so much waste. And people would just come and run and try to salvage whatever they could to sell in the market. It was a life-changing experience for me and it really made me think twice about my own habits. And I personally believe that we are to be good stewards of this beautiful earth that God created for us. And while I am nowhere near perfect, I do believe that if each of us make little changes here and there in our daily habits, we can collectively make a massive difference. Now, I realize we're already getting towards, you know, the end of the first quarter of 2021 or gosh, 2022. What year is it? I don't even know. Oh, guys, the synapses are not firing, but you know what I'm getting at. We're almost at the end of first quarter of 2022. And a lot of people have set, you know, maybe some New Year's goals or just life goals, life changes to be more sustainable, to work towards a zero waste lifestyle. Maybe you want to have all of your trash in a mason jar. I don't know. But I think the more that we can consciously work towards living more sustainably and creating less waste, the better. Now, again, I'm going to reiterate, I'm never going to be a person who can create only a mason jar of trash a month. I have young children, okay? Now, I think that those people are amazing. I applaud them. I admire them. 
yeah, that's just going to be really, really challenging for me. But I have made a lot of little changes over the years that have made a really big difference in the way that we dispose of things and just living with less. We produce way more recycling now than we produce trash. In fact, I wish our recycling pickup was every week instead of every other, but I'm just more conscious of how I dispose of things. So today's episode is 25 simple tips for living with less and living more sustainably. We're going to kind of rapid fire go through some of these. I hope these are helpful. And as always, if you have questions about any of them, you can always, always, always send me an email, hello at stillbeingmolly.com or send me a DM on Instagram at stillbeingmolly or at business with purpose podcast. And if you find this episode helpful or educational, I would love if you would take the moment to share it with a friend or screenshot it and share it on social media, tag me. It really means the world. It takes moments for you to do. And it's a huge, huge, huge help for growing the show. Okay, let's dive in to 25 simple tips for living with less and living more sustainably. Number one is to switch to reusable straws. Now, in the U.S. alone, nearly 500 million straws a day are used. A a day! That is enough straw waste to wrap the circumference of the earth two and a half times or to fill Yankee Stadium over nine times in a year. Now, they're too small to be easily recycled, so they always end up in the trash. They end up in oceans. In fact, there was an entire documentary made about the negative environmental impact of straws, and the trailer alone made me think about my own straw usage habits. Now, I hate paper straws. I cannot stand them. Some of those compostable straws are also really terrible because they just end up cracking and breaking. So I switched a couple of years ago to reusable aluminum or silicone straws. Now, I tend to prefer the silicone. I feel like they clean easier. And I've also seen some like really scary horror stories about kids like stabbing the back of their throat with an aluminum straw. So go silicone. They're very, very affordable. You can find them now even at places like Target and Walmart or on Amazon, a ton of different places you can buy them. And I will often bring one with me if I'm going to a restaurant where I know they might offer me a straw or if I'm at a restaurant, I might just say no to the straw. It really is helpful and it helps just to cut down on that straw waste. Number two is switching to a reusable water bottle or reusable coffee mug or reusable coffee tumbler. Now, like I mentioned earlier, only about one in five plastic bottles are actually recycled. So by switching to a reusable water bottle or, you know, if you're a coffee drinker, a reusable coffee tumbler, you are keeping tons and tons of plastic or cardboard waste out of the landfills and oceans every year. I absolutely love my reusable water bottle. It's one of those insulated ones. It's not a fancy Yeti one, but it keeps my water cold all day. I even have one for if I want to go get a fountain drink from the the gas station, I bring my own cup and it really does help to cut down on waste. Number three is switching to zero waste or refillable bath products. Now, bath and body products are a huge cause of waste in landfills. So many people don't recycle their bath products for the simple excuse that the recycling bin is not near the bathroom (laughs) and the trash can is there and it's easy. But the reality is if we don't make a change by the year 2050, there will actually be more plastic than fish in the world's oceans. That's more plastic than fish. That's just insane to me. 
So a simple switch like this can make a massive difference. Now, a couple brands that I love in particular, probably one of my favorites is Plain Products, P-L-A-I-N-E Products. Now, I have actually had them on the podcast. Uh, Lindsay McCoy was on it. So you can just search Business with Purpose Plain Products or Business with Purpose Lindsay McCoy. I've had them on the show. I have a coupon code for you. The code is MOLLY for 20% off your order. Everything comes... So they have shampoo, conditioner, body wash, body lotion, hand soap, face wash, uh, I mean, hand sanitizer. They have a ton of, of bath products that are reusable. It comes with an aluminum container. When you're low on a product, you hop on the website, you order a refill. And when you receive your new bottle, you switch out the pump and you mail back the empty bottle in a prepaid box with a prepaid shipping label that they provide. And their products are clean, non-toxic, and safe for everyone from adults to kids. I love them. I personally use their products and have used their products for years. So they're not only sustainable, they're actually effective as well. Number four is switching to other refillable household products like soaps or house cleaners. I, a few years ago, discovered a couple of companies that I think do this really well. Number one is a company called Fillery, F-I-L-L-A-R-E-E. They're actually located right here in Durham, North Carolina. Fillery makes small batch soaps and cleaners that are vegan, organic, synthetic free, and they're designed to be refilled over and over and over and over again. It's so cool. And I always talk about Mama Suds because Mama Suds is a partner of the show. But one of the things that's really cool about Mama Suds is a lot of their products are multi-use and zero waste. So their toilet bombs, those are totally zero waste. Now, their all-purpose cleaner and their Castile soap do come in plastic bottles. But the benefit with those is, is you're getting multiple uses out of that one product. So for example, their concentrated all-purpose household cleaner, you're only using maybe a capful to make a, you know, if you get like a full-size glass spray bottle on, you know, Amazon or just from the store, you're basically taking a capful of that concentrated household cleaner, putting that in the spray bottle and filling the rest with water. So you're getting, you know, between, I think it's like between 10 and 20 uh, maybe even more uh, bottles of cleaner from one concentrated bottle. And same with the Castile soap. So there's a lot of ways that you can cut down on some of those single-use plastics by using multi-use products. I'm a huge, huge fan. Again, I use them all the time. And that's been a really great way that we've been able to reduce less waste. Number five is having a recycling bag or a recycling bin in your bathroom. Now, like I mentioned, a lot of people don't recycle their Bath or Beauty products because you simply aren't near the recycling bin, which is just crazy to me. So I highly recommend just having a little bag or a little recycling bin in your bathroom. So as soon as you're done with a product, you're just able to boop, pop it right in that recycling bin. Just make it easier on yourself. And that way you're more likely to actually recycle the recyclable items rather than tossing them in the trash. All right, number six using reusable grocery bags. Now, this is an incredibly easy switch that I made a couple of years ago. And once I got into the habit, it's pretty easy switch to make. Now, I have to admit, it was really frustrating because during COVID, there were some grocery stores who would not allow you to use reusable grocery bags. And it's so annoying. Oh, it really, I don't understand why reusable grocery bags were somehow a part of the spread of coronavirus. But I digress. Save your emails. In any event. <laughs> um, so that was really frustrating because now I like have all these plastic bags. But 
you know, when that was often the case, I would try to ask for paper. Regardless, we're moving on. But when I can, I use reusable grocery bags. I would say, you know, seven times out of 10. And there's also a grocery store near me called Weaver Street Market that that charges you if you don't bring your own uh, reusable grocery bags, which I really like that. So just get a couple of reusable tote bags. I've even used like old reusable, you know, library tote bags, things like that. I just throw them in the back of my van. And when I'm at the store, boom, I pull them out and I'm able to not waste plastic grocery bags. Now, number seven is to take it a step further and get reusable produce bags. Now, this was a more recent switch for me. I always hated having to use the plastic bags in the produce section for my fresh produce. And so I wanted to make sure that I could find a sustainable and zero waste alternative. And I got these mesh produce bags off of Amazon and I love them. They're really well made. They hold up. They wash easily. I'm a huge fan. And so I actually just keep those in my car with my reusable grocery bags. And I've noticed a really big difference in how much plastic produce I was using before and wasting. And now I've really cut back on that. Number eight is to buy from local produce boxes, CSAs, or shopping from the farmer's market. I am certain that near you, there are probably local produce delivery boxes, um, CSAs, there's probably a farmer's market. When you shop these, not only are you supporting local farms, but you are also reducing waste because more often than not, a lot of those com- those small farms are not using single-use plastics in their packaging. They're more often than not using maybe cardboard or something recyclable. So I highly recommend checking those out to wherever you are. Number nine is switching to reusable beeswax plastic wrap. Now, I got some beeswax wrap in, I want to say a cause box, which is now all true, a couple of years ago. And I love it. I love it. I, I mean, I cook a lot in our house, which means we have a lot of leftovers. We eat a lot of produce. I was constantly wrapping up leftovers in partially eaten produce and you know plastic saran wrap. And I hated using it, but I didn't really think that there was an alternative. And I love the Bees Wrap brand. It's B-E-E apostrophe S wrap, W-R-I-P, sustainable food storage wrap. It adheres to itself. It creates basically like a vacuum seal around your food or whatever container. And it's amazing. You wash it in the sink with soap and warm water and each wrap can be used over a hundred times. So it's a fantastic alternative to saran wrap. Number 10 is to switch to reusable snack bags and lunch containers. Now, my kids are in school. My daughter gets lunch at school most of the time, but my son is a very picky eater. And by very picky, I mean, he essentially eats just peanut butter and jelly. (sighs) It's a whole thing. So he's taking lunch to school every single day. They also take snacks to school. And so I try to, as much as I can, I pack everything for him in a reusable, uh, you know, lunch pail. It's one of those, uh, you know, the, the bento box type containers. I try to use reusable snack bags. I just try to cut down on some of that waste because kids food can really, really, really increase. So I'll try to buy like a big cardboard container of goldfish rather than the little individual packages. I have not found an alternative to packaged gummy snacks like fruit snacks but you know progress progress number 11 is switching out your paper napkins for cloth napkins 
I love cloth napkins. My favorite, favorite brand of cloth napkins is actually from Geometry House. So if you just, I think it's just geometry.house and I have a coupon code for that as well. And it's Molly S for 15% off. I love their towels. I love their, oh my goodness. They're, well, this is actually, you know what? I'm combining 11 and 12 because 11 is switching out your paper napkins for cloth napkins. 12 is switching out your paper towels for reusable rags and kitchen towels. I'm just going to, we're combining both of these into 11 and 12. Go to Geometry House. Your life will be changed. They're actually absorbent. They're incredible. And you can wash them a million times. I love them so, so much. They have washcloths that we use for wiping up messes, and they, it doesn't just push water around. It actually soaks it up. So go to geometry.house, use the coupon code MOLLYS for 15% off. You are going to fall in love with them because everybody I introduce them to sends me a message and is like, I didn't know that I could actually be in love with a towel brand. You're welcome. All right, number 13 is ditching tissues for a handkerchief. Are you a 98 year old man? I don't know. We don't we don't need to know that, but it's okay. Am I going to blow my nose with a handkerchief? Me? Probably not personally, but my dad does and he loves it. But I do carry uh, a handkerchief around in my purse for just if I need to like wipe something off of my face or, if you know, just something that sometimes you might grab a tissue for that's not blowing your nose. You know what I mean? It's just having something on hand that you can reuse, wash, and you're not wasting tissues. Okay, number 14 is switching out your cotton rounds or cotton balls for reusable muslin, M-U-S-L-I-N, face cloths. I love my reusable face cloths. They are incredible. I got some from a local store here, but you can get them pretty much anywhere these days. Just look up muslin face cloths. You can use them for things like toner, your cleanser, you know, removing face masks, you know, just washing your face taking off nail polish. I love them so much. They're incredible. You can use them hundreds of times and they're washable. You can get small ones, big ones. I'll sometimes even cut them up, you know, especially if I'm using them for like taking off nail polish or something like that. They are really, really fantastic work as well, if not better than a cotton round or cotton ball and much more of a sustainable option. Which leads me actually to number 15, which is to stop using makeup remover towelettes and switching to a washable makeup remover cloth. Now, I love the Endure Lash eye cloth. I had uh, the founder of Endure Lash on the show a couple of years ago. I love it. It just uses warm water and removes like 99% of my makeup. I recently had Bethany McDaniel from Primally Pure on the show. I also, in the last couple of years, have gone to oil cleansing. And so I use my oil cleanser, and then I just use a washcloth with warm water to wash off the oil cleanser. So again, it's cutting down on some of those single-use products. Now, number 16. Men, you can just switch, you know, skip forward a little bit. But ladies, switching to a menstrual cup instead of tampons. Okay. I know maybe this is TMI, but this changed my life a few years ago. I cannot say enough good things about using a menstrual cup. It has truly changed my life. (laughs) Um, I maybe I should just do an entire episode about it. I don't know. Men, again, ignore this. But ladies, would you be interested in that? Or just maybe even some of those companies like Thinks that have the period underwear. 
regardless, the amount of menstrual product waste that we go through is just crazy. But also not just that. So not only is the menstrual cup more sustainable, it is just far better, far superior than tampons and pads. Highly recommend. Number 17 is to try cloth diapering instead of using disposable diapers. Now, if you are like, but I don't have kids, um, that's okay. My kids aren't in diapers anymore either, but I loved cloth diapering. Both of my kids, we started with our first. Highly recommend. So if you're pregnant, if you know somebody who's pregnant, recommend cloth diapering. Not only are really fluffy bums, uh, like little babies walking around in cloth diapers, just precious. But the amount of money we saved, the waste we reduced uh, by cloth diapering is absolutely incredible. I have a whole series on my blog about cloth diapering. We did have to use disposable diapers for church and for school, but pretty much other other than that, we cloth diapered and I loved it. Number 18 is to go roll free with your toilet paper or go to a more low waste or zero waste toilet paper company or get you a bidet and it'll change your life. Now, I absolutely love our tushy bidet. And let me just tell you about the romance in my marriage is my last two wedding anniversaries. I have purchased my husband a tushy bidet. And if you're like, wow, Molly, your marriage is really romantic, I would, my answer to you would be, I know, I know. However, the tushy bidet is pretty life changing. It's now we're spoiled. And now anywhere we go where there's not a bidet, we're really disappointed. So, (laughs) um, but we do obviously still buy toilet paper as well. I personally love the Who Gives a Crap brand. Yes, that is the name of the company is Who Gives a Crap. And they are a low waste. So their toilet paper rolls are compostable uh, rolls. And then they come wrapped in compostable or reusable uh, paper. So it's really, really low waste. Highly recommend. It actually is like thick toilet paper and not like really thin and flimsy. But number one is to just actually get a bidet because it will change your life. Number 19 is switching to rechargeable batteries. That's a pretty quick and easy and simple one. Number 20 is when it comes to buying clothing, first shop from consignment stores or thrift stores, secondhand buy sell pages, thread up, Poshmark. We talk about this all the time. Textile waste is a huge problem. So second shopping secondhand is one of the most ethical, sustainable, and waste reducing ways to shop. And, you know, it's the most affordable. So you're saving money too. Number 21 is when it is time to get rid of clothing, ask yourself these three questions. Number one is, can you repair it? Now, a lot of our clothing, we are quick to throw out when it's torn, ripped, it has a broken button. So taking it to a tailor, taking the time to mend or repair a loved piece of clothing can reduce a massive amount of textile waste. Now, if you can't repair it, could you swap it with a friend or sell it online? I love swapping clothing with a friend. I have a friend who repairs clothing or who kind of repurposes clothing. So, you know, I might ask her if she wants it or trying to sell it online, you know, just finding a way to more sustainably get rid of it. Is it an old t-shirt that you could cut up and use as, you know, cleaning rags? What can you do with it? And then last but not least, how could you sustainably dispose of it? And, you know, again, if you can't repair it, if you can't sell it, if you can't swap it, 
find a sustainable way to dispose of it. Find a textile recycling plant near where you live. Find an organization that takes clothing and doesn't dispose of it improperly. Just take a little bit of time and do a little bit of extra research and it'll make a huge difference. Number 22 is to buy more sustainable toys. Now, let's be honest, most of our kids don't need more toys, but if you're going to get them a toy, look for a toy without batteries (laughs) for all of the parents. Let all the parents say amen. Look for wooden or sustainable material toys, buy toys secondhand. And when it's time to get rid of toys, sell them on a local buy sell page or find maybe a local center that will take used toys. Number 23 is to go paperless. Now, a lot of companies offer paperless billing these days. Even 1099s and W-2s at tax time can be paperless. Just switching to paperless billing saves a ton of paperwork. It can reduce carbon footprint because it's not you know, getting sent in the mail. It can just reduce a ton of unnecessary paper waste. Number 24 is to unsubscribe from unwanted catalogs, mailing lists, and magazines. Over the years, I have somehow gotten on a bunch of unwanted mailing lists and I receive a ton of random catalogs and magazines in the mail. So I do what I can to unsubscribe for them. There's actually a few ways to do this, but there's a website called Catalog Choice and DMA Choice. They are the easiest. All you do is fill out your information and you can kind of stop some of that unwanted spam mail. And then last but not least is number 25, which is to borrow books from the library. How often do you buy a book, read it once, and then never read it again? Now, don't get me wrong. I have a huge, massive collection of books sitting behind me as I am recording this episode. I love reading physical books, and I love buying books, and I love supporting authors, and I think you should do that. However... I also think using the library is a great, great way for reading and sharing. So I do actually a lot of books on audio from the library. So I use the Libby app and the Hoopla app, and I just connect my library card. And that's how I choose to listen to audiobooks. And then, of course, I do still subscribe to companies like Book of the Month. So I'm getting a physical book in the mail. But I'm just saying it's a great option if you want to maybe cut down on some of your book buying habits. So there you have it. 25 super simple tips for reducing waste, living more sustainably. Just remember, this is a process. Start with one thing, make a change, and then go from there. This doesn't have to happen overnight. So I would love to hear what you thought. Do you do any of these things already? Did you learn anything for the first time? Do you have questions about anything? Please, please, please don't hesitate to ask. Let me know what questions you have. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Now, be sure to head on over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen and click that subscribe or follow button. That helps just to make sure you never miss a new episode of the show. And would you take a moment to leave a review? Leaving a review helps me to know what you're liking and how the show is personally impacting you. Now, don't forget to join us next week. I'm so excited about the episode that you guys are going to get to hear next week. I'm sitting down with Scott Erickson. He is at Scott the Painter. You might know him from his show, Say Yes, his new book, Say Yes. And he has another book called Honest Advent. This was such a fun conversation. He is such a cool guy. You are going to love this episode. Trust me, you're going to be just, you're going to fall in love with him. He's hilarious. We had the best conversation. So be sure to tune in next week. Thank you as always to the incredible team at Third Wheel Media. Now go do something good with purpose on purpose.